Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord, it's chat time. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time again. Now this week, we will continue to discuss current events as well as scriptures. Praise the Lord. So like I said last week, we, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the topic, can we speak things into existence? I saw this uh, article on ibelieve.com. And uh, there's a scripture in Romans chapter 4, verse 17, that talks about, I think, what people feel like they can speak things into existence. Romans 4 and 17 reads, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. He's talking about God calls those things. Okay, so this article says that speaking things into existence is part of the law, it says, the law of attraction and manifestation. The law of attraction and manifestation are not biblical concepts and should not be practiced by believers well, I, it, and I remember, uh, oh, several preachers. I know, I know. I remember hearing Pat Robertson talking about <laughs> the law of attraction, the law of manifestation. The law. There are laws. There are spiritual laws. But whether I think I, I don't know if it applies to you know calling things into existence, things that you want. I remember another preacher said, you can believe for things and you can... You can believe, yes, and, and the Lord for believe things. Believe that, and I remember he was saying that start small, believe for a pair of socks and tell Lord I believe, I receive, and, and all, every day, all the time, whenever you think about it, you just say, I thank you, Lord, that I, I am receiving these pair of socks. Well, all these people who are talking about, they're just going to speak something into existence. They don't know what they're talking about. Only God can speak something into existence. Because he is the word. And by his word, he created heaven and earth. Right. He spoke it into existence. And he's saying he spoke the promises to Abraham. And they came to being because Abraham looked on the promises of God that God had spoken unto him, and the Lord said he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. So in order for us to have something come into existence that does not exist, we have to go to God. We can't speak anything into existence. We have to go to the Lord and ask the Lord to make it happen. Well, in this article, it says that the major things that people try to speak into existence is are there hopes, wishes, and dreams? You know, I don't know how true that is or not. Oh well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But usually, to me, if a person has that type where they're trying to speak things into 
existence. They have to be careful because then you start to become covetous. You know, you have a, you, you start to covet things. You're right, yeah. but I think too that unless you're, you know, I don't think it's a good thing to ask to believe for things if you don't know if it's God's will or not. Yeah, because yeah, I was reading in the Word in First John chapter five, verses fourteen and fifteen. This is what He told us to do. He said, "And this is the confidence that we have in Him." That if we ask, he told us we can ask. He said, if we ask anything according to his will, it got to be according to his will, he hears us. Then he said, if we know that he hears us, then whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. So he's told us to ask. We have to ask the Lord. Now, so when we say ask, we're talking about who do you ask? You ask God. You ask him in the name of Jesus because you know that you can do nothing outside of his will. Anything outside of his will is flesh. The spirit of Jesus Christ is the spirit of truth. The spirit of the flesh is the spirit of, of lies and disobedience. So when people are, are going according to the law of attraction and manifestation, that teaches you that our words have the power to materialize things, you know, just simply appear, whatever you desire. As an example, if you have the desire of having a dream job, all you have to do is speak positive words I, about getting your dream job. That's, that's like people say uh, the universe. They don't want to say I the know. Lord. Isn't it terrible? Yeah, they say the universe. I hear that a yeah, lot lately. With me. The universe, you know, is answering me today. I, I feel good about it. The universe. I say, oh, please, go sit down somewhere. You, you know, <laughs> and then... And then, so, some people say that if we just speak about the things you want to happen enough and in time, they will happen. No. In other words, if you just keep repeating and repeating and, and repeating you can the same positive affirmations, you can speak anything into existence. Ah, it's full of baloney. Yes, and I was reading, too, in Lamentations chapter 3 and 37, for those that think they can speak in things into existence, this is what... The Lord said, he said, who is he that says, and it cometh to pass, when the Lord commanded it not? So you, Right, you can't do anything without the Lord. But for saints, when you want something uh, to happen, you have to go to God. There's no way in the world we can order our own steps. There's no way that we can, like you said, know whether something is in the will of God or not unless we go to the Lord and we acknowledge God so that he can direct our path. These people who are thinking they could just, and they try, Man. this is what the Lord told me. They're, either you want, if a person has the right type of spirit, then they want to be like God. He said, but when people don't have the right type of spirit, they want to be God. So for a person to think that they can just speak something into existence like the Lord did when he commanded, let there be light. It's like they want to be God. Right. Yeah. So this article goes on to say, the only one who can speak things into existence is God himself. God spoke the entire universe into existence. If you read Genesis chapter 1, he spoke light, water, sky, and everything else into existence. God literally only says, let there be or let the. And it came to be true according to, if you read Genesis chapter 1, 1 to 24. 
God right. is able to do this because he is God. He is the great I am. Right, finally, somebody else who sees this. <laughs> yeah. Right, because we talked about this once before, and we try to tell people, you have to go to the Lord. You cannot speak just something that's in existence. Maybe they heard the program. I have no idea. But we know that you have to acknowledge the Lord. Yes, and also, too, even in the, when you read the, if you ever read the 48 Laws of Power, they said the student is not going to outshine the master. So the thing that is created is not going to outshine what, what, the creator. What 48 Law of Power? What's, what's that? It, it's, a, it's a book by the name. I, I don't know. Well, I, that person needs to go read the scriptures. It's because, you know, yeah, you're never going to be greater than your master because the Lord said so. Mm -hmm. He said, but it's enough for you to be like me. Mm -hmm. He said, but you can't be me and you can't be greater than me. He said, yeah. there's none beside me and there's none above me. And mm -hmm. uh, Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, it says, he's the great I am and the master and the creator. He's blessed us to be able to create things. Yeah, but we, we don't can't speak, it, speak things into existence. You get a hammer and a nail. <laughs> yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. He gives you the idea to create things. A piece of artwork or a piece of carpentry or, or uh, you know, people can create computers or they only right, be, God but it's puts only the knowledge because, because... God puts the knowledge in them. Right, only because the Lord drops an idea in someone's head and gives and them the can... skill and the intelligence and then man gets all lifted up and thinking that they did they, it they, themselves, they themselves hard right? work and all that yeah. right when it's really a gift from god and time and chance yes so is manifestation a biblical concept and the answer is no you know and if and if you are uh listening to a prosperity teacher or those that adhere to the law of attraction and manifestation, they believe that a person can obtain the same ability as God. That's what I'm saying. They want to be God. Little God. Right. They want to be God. With this ability, these false teachers advocate one can speak things into existence. No. And, and, and says, to try to sidestep faith and trusting in the Lord. It's, and, almost, it's almost like this little saying that... Uh, that I hear, you know, most teachers and, you know, that they try to encourage their students with that they can do anything that they set their mind to. It's like, right. yeah. It's, it's like, not true. Yep. And, if, and if you don't have the Lord on your side, you're going to set your mind on something that's going to cause you to self-destruct. So it goes on to say in this article that this is an erroneous teaching and true yes, it is. biblical teachers do not hold to this belief. Right. The Bible tells us clearly that we cannot speak one word into existence. Right. Lamentations 3, 7 tells us who can speak and have it happen if the Lord has not decreed it. Who, right. If God has not already decreed something, it will not happen. Exactly. And then some people can't figure out, some people tell them, oh, you don't have the faith. I said, no, you're just outside the will of God. That's not how things get done. You have to go to the Lord. You have to humble yourself before God. You have to acknowledge the Lord. You have to have that relationship with the Lord. That childlike faith. Right. That God will bless you. And if it's something that's outside of his will, he'll tell you. So likewise, when we pray, it does not mean that God will answer all of our prayers. 
God answers prayers in accordance with his divine will. Yes, but God will answer our prayers. Now, you might not want to hear hear the answer, (laughs) but God will answer your prayers. Maybe he's saying you might not get everything you pray for. You know, maybe that's what he's saying, trying to say. You know, he's not going to answer prayers with selfish motives. Right. You know, or, he, or if a saint praying with selfish motives, he might answer you and let you know it's a selfish motive. He might not grant what you're asking now, for. Now, if you're praying for designer clothing so you can be more popular, I don't think... He probably let you know. Or asking you. for the latest sports car. I don't think he's going to... I believe a person, a, a saint, I don't know about people uh, in the world, but if a saint goes to God and prays and in faith asks the Lord for something... If it's outside of his will, if you're asking because you, you, you're trying to consume it upon your own lust, you're, you're stepping outside the, the boundaries of what God has established, the Lord will let you know this. And you won't just do something and God let you just do it and some fall of those, flat on your face. Some of those uh, examples of prayers, you know, we pray with good intentions, like, you know, praying that um, a loved one would be healed mm-hmm. or that... Um, or you pray for a spouse, but you pray for a loved one to be healed, and then they end up passing away because it wasn't God's will. Right, but a lot of times the Lord will let you know or, that it's not his will. You can feel, or the Lord will give you some type of inclination. The Lord will communicate with you, but sometimes we, we do like David. We go ahead and we keep praying and praying because, like David said, maybe the Lord changes his mind. Don't know. You yeah. just don't know. Or you pray for a spouse and you end up being unmarried for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, God knows. Or the Lord send you a spouse and, and they're not good enough. Because I, <laughs> I really, I know. Yeah, yeah right. The Lord, Lord sends sin. the person that, and the person said he's too short. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, this has actually happened. He's, they had all these criteria, you know, for a prince. Not that they were princes, but they had all these criteria for a prince. And the Lord sent them somebody, but... They didn't want who the Lord sent. That's that's how people are. Now, the Lord did say, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. You know, you Mm -hmm. say, Lord, you said, if I ask anything in your name, you will do it. Right, according to your will. And and those words came from Jesus. Right, and you have to remember now, according to your will, Lord. So but be that it. is not speaking things into existence. No, nope, that's acknowledging the Lord, and the Lord uh, brings it to pass. He allows, and his. and that doesn't mean that you're creating things out of nothing. Out of nothing, simply using your words. Right. Only God does that because you are not God. But what He is telling you is that you have faith in the Lord, and you have faith in God when you pray. Right. And you know that the Lord hears you, and the Lord communicates. The Lord will reveal to you whether or not it's in your best interest. And if you want to be under the will of God, if you want to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and Lord lets you know that's not my will, you won't desire it. You say, I don't want it. There's only one person that can do the impossible. It's the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who's rich to enter into the kingdom of God. And yeah, a lot of people say, oh, then, he, they meant this kind of needle. I believe the Lord was saying the eye of a needle. You know, I believe that. He said, but what's impossible with man is possible with God. 
And then when he was talking to the disciples, you know, they were kind of taken aback and, and they said, well, who can be saved then? Well, because you they know? were taught that prosperity was a sign of God's favor. They, they were taught that, you know, for generations upon generations upon generation. Because the Lord said, if you do this, I'll bless your crops. I'll bless your herd. I'll bless you. I'll bless your children. I, you know, you, you mean multiply. in Deuteronomy? Right throughout the Old Testament, uh -huh. throughout, right up until the time of John the Baptist. That's what they have been taught, that when you do right and you acknowledge the Lord, the Lord blesses you, you increase, you prosper. So when he told them, that, but that's not what's going to get you in, they were thinking about, well, well, well that's what everybody been taught. That's how they had, that's how they had assimilated that type of teaching within their, within their culture. And they were thinking, then, then who's going to be saved? Because everybody believed that when God blesses you, it's because you're doing the right thing. And, and what did Jesus say when, he, when those disciples said that? He looked at them and he said, with man, it's impossible. impossible with God. But with God, all, all things, things are possible. Even a camel going through an eye of an needle. So looking at a person saying that I want to be saved, you can't say, I want to be saved. I'm going to be saved. I receive it in the name. You have to acknowledge the Lord. Right. You know, you can't get saved all by yourself. Right. You, go in, you have to humble yourself before the Lord. You have to repent. You have to acknowledge your sins and that you need God. And that you cannot save yourself. And the Lord will, and that you're giving your heart to the Lord and he will save you. So, you know, you really, really shouldn't uh, get yourself involved in practices of manifesting things. Right. Uh, because that's only going to lead you astray. You're only going to go in the wrong direction. Right. You ask. The Lord, you go to God in prayer. Because that tells you, if you're trying to do that, that tells you that you are um, sufficient in and of yourself. When, you right. alone are sufficient. Right. You, you without any help steps. from God, without any help from anybody, right. you alone can... Set can, your own course in life. Right, and set yourself free. That, it just doesn't work like that, and God never intended for it to work like that. And you don't want to break that connection with the Lord, where you go to the Lord, and you ask the Lord, and you entreat the Lord, and you, know, you have that relationship, that fellowship with the Lord. You don't want to break that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, have, we are, whether we want to believe it or not, we are dependent on God. You know, there's yes. so many people going in the wrong direction. The world is all upside down. Right. You know, you know they're just going in their own way. They're yes, they making are. their own laws. They're right. telling us what should be right. And what should be wrong. Speaking of going in, in their own way, I was talking to a saint. I call her Sister Longfoot. And she was saying that uh, COVID killed a lot of things, but COVID also, she said, was very destructive for the church. And you have yeah. churches now where people just don't return to church. Right, right. You know, and, she said it killed a lot of stuff. It didn't just kill people. It killed some people spiritually. And some, someone I, was t I talked to said that he, he thinks that's the purpose of the COVID, mm -hmm. to turn people towards socialism and to close down churches right and make yourself dependent on government mm -hmm. I, I can believe that yes i can yeah i know but you are dependent on on god right. you know people who say that god's word is wrong 
and um, <laughs> you know what I was thinking of at that very second I was thinking about how people come out mm-hmm. you know that they're gay or what or whatever and this one girl at a concert held up a sign my mom is in road whatever mm-hmm. section something or other uh, and help me come out and so whoever was on stage announced to the whole yeah. <laughs> audience that her daughter was perverted. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Basically what they did. But you know, people, people are going in their own way and living their lives the way they think. Mm-hmm. They should be living not according to God's, God's law or God's way mm-hmm. or his will. Yep. You know, our entire being rests on God. You know, when you wake up in the morning... You didn't take your own breath. Right. You didn't open up your own eyes. God blessed us. You didn't do anything. You didn't. You could have been right gone, and you wouldn't have known known it. God breathes life into us. Exactly. He causes the oxygen to go into our lungs to fill our lungs. Mm-hmm. You know, and if. You know, we wouldn't be here if he didn't do that for us. Yes. Now, it is tempting for some people to go ahead and um, follow that false belief system. Mm -hmm. It is tempting. It's almost like uh, people dabble in um, the occult or, Mm -hmm. you know, go to psychics to find out what their future holds instead of asking God. Right. You know, you dabble in other stuff. Because they don't want God to guide it's, them. They want to sounds, guide themselves. It sounds appealing, you know. To the maybe flesh. Maybe they can, they can tell me what I would... Right, it's future. appealing if you're in your flesh. You know, just like flesh, when people say, well, what does that mean? It's the spirit of disobedience. And it's appealing to people when they want to please themselves, their flesh, when they don't want to acknowledge the Lord. But they, they, they want some direction. They just don't want God to give the direction. Why is that? Because they'd have to crucify that spirit of disobedience, of being self-willed. They'd have to cru- humble themselves, and they'd have to crucify that, uh, uh, that arrogance, that spirit of pride that causes a person to try to direct their own way. And they don't want to do it because, you know, when you're in the flesh, you find pleasure in, in the flesh. Man. Not peace, though. No, there is no peace. I think Mm-mm. there are a lot of people that are, you know, they talk about the mental health um, of the state of, the, the mental health of people mm-hmm. all around. Like, right. That's why people, you know, they, you know, they, they think self-medicate. it's all because of COVID, but I think it's because more people are going in their own way and doing their own thing and staying away from church and mm-hmm. not reading the word. And right. And then what happened? There's no peace. So what do you find? You find people drinking, taking drugs. They do all kind of things to try to uh, bring themselves some peace, but there is no peace without the Lord. But, but God is the only one who can speak things into existence Amen. with just a breath. That's what this Amen. article says. May, you know, the, with just a breath. Just one word from God can change your whole life. And you'll be glad if you just turn yourself over to the Lord. Right. Because if you crucify your flesh, then you begin to see, because God is infinite, then you begin to see 
the, the, the truth, you begin to see through the eyes of the Lord. And because God is infinite, you begin to see things and revelations and interpretations that you didn't even know because flesh had you blinded. So if you're listening to someone who says that you can speak things into existence. Yeah, we'll go sit down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're just fooling yourself. You know, it's, it's simply not true. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Psalm 94 and 19. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, name the son of Neriai, whom Jeremiah called to prison to take dictation. The answer is Baruch. And that answer can be found in Jeremiah chapter 36, verse 4, which reads, Then Jeremiah called Baruch the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord, which he had spoken unto him upon a roll of a book. This week's food for thought is, Why couldn't Moses and Aaron bring the children of Israel into the promised land? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.